0: Hey, hey, gluer. Welcome back to the Super Glue podcast. If you're like me, you're holding it all together for so many. But hey, we're here to get real, share in a morning prayer and gear up for a kick ass day. So I'm pretty excited about this episode because we're going to be talking about the goodness of people. And we're going to do this by really touching on the topic, love, not laws. And this was laid on my heart. I think Um, I first started, well, not first started, I think I think about this topic a lot in terms of the different rules and laws that are out there, particularly for those of us that identify as Christian, you know, like this law or rule makes you good or bad. And I just don't think like that. It's just not kind of how I live my life. And so sometimes I get a little bit confused when I see messages um, associated with faith that are kind of driven one way or the other that you know seem to be definitive like you must do it this way in order to be a quote good christian or 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 whatever it is so laws in this sense for me have come up um in exploring my faith but i think this could be true in in a lot of things you know like what makes us a quote good mother or a good father or you know um being good enough and And so, you know, I wanted to talk about this because something interesting came up in a Bible study that I participate in around laws. And it was just such a refreshing conversation. I started going to Holy Trinity Catholic Church in D.C., actually in Georgetown, uh, with our family, I don't know, about a year and a half ago. And, And when I say go, I mean, we live so far. We don't really get to go there too often, physically go there, but- I really appreciate, um, you know, some of the progressiveness in the church. So for me in particular, just, you know, the way that the church is, is trying to move forward and being more open and listening to people, um, listening to members. And so there's like a big movement right now. And and anyway, not to get all into that, but the point is I decided to join this online group for like eight weeks or whatever. And, we just got into this really great conversation based on a scripture that we are reading about laws and love and how, you know, Jesus essentially came to remove the laws. Like he, he knew what the laws were. He was a Jew. So he, he understood like how all the laws worked back then and what you were supposed to do to be a good, uh, you know, good faithful person and, and what it meant to please God and how you had to obey through all these different, you know, rules and stuff like that. And, he sort of came to say, Hey, really, what this is all about is love. And I, I'm coming to save you all and I'm coming to spread love. And how do we get rid of all this divide and division and right and wrong and who's better than who? And so, anyway, it was just such a great experience um, being in this group and like having this conversation that I thought I wanted to share it. And I want to share it from a couple of different angles, not just about uh, scripture, but I, I definitely want to start there. And then I want to talk about this from other um, concepts of, of things and terms of where I've seen goodness in people kind of showing up and, and how we can really focus on goodness. So in this episode, um, we're going to really spend some time talking about the good things that we can see in one another and bring about more love and less law. And so one of the things that came up, we were actually reading uh, Luke uh, chapter 20, verses 27 to 38. And Luke is um, one of the four gospels, if you're not familiar. And uh, for those of you that are, you you may know this scripture, but it's essentially um, where, you know, b- basically the short version is people are kind of asking Jesus to give an answer about uh, a particular law that was previously written. So there was this law that had been written that you know, if a brother dies, leaving a wife, but no child, his brother must take the wife and raise up descendants for his brother. So basically, there's a story of how there were seven brothers and the first married a woman, but died childless. And then the second, and then the third married her. And then likewise, like all seven children die, or they all died and, you know, childless or whatever. And then finally the woman dies. So they asked Jesus, when you go to heaven essentially who is the woman married to like she's had seven different spouses you know through her time or whatever and what's so interesting about all of this is that this is so typical in scripture that jesus didn't give them like this exact answer to say oh well it would be the first you know the first husband or the last husband or the may you know whatever the nicest husband it's not like that at all like he's talking about it from the perspective of you know resurrection like those of you that believe in the resurrection and you come into heaven you're not you're not going in being married like there's no marriage or whatever and it goes on to say you know basically um it's not being married or given in marriage and and there's no death in there because you're living eternal life and so we had this really good conversation in our group around how like basically, you know, all of this comes down to when we think about our lives on a human perspective, we have all these labels and all these rules, but when we go to heaven, it's not, it's not designed like that. You know, we don't have all those rules and, you know, I don't even believe that there's like skin color or anything. Well, of course not. Right. Cause it's our souls, but But all of, I guess my point is that there's all this stuff that causes us to have division here on earth. And Jesus, oftentimes when he's giving answers in the Bible, he doesn't come out with like this definitive answer from a human perspective. It kind of always goes back to laws aren't meant to distract us from God. Love is meant to draw us closer to God And as humans, we often have distractions and division because we're fighting about which side we stand on with a particular issue or whatever. And the strength is really in the resurrection. The importance is in the resurrection and and love is what guides us. So when God or Jesus gives us guidance, it's to help us live out a better life in communion with the Lord, like to be closer and more connected. But a lot of times people are taking this and using it for division. And I just, I wanted to speak about this because it, it lays on my heart so much as we, you know, we're entering into an election season and like, I don't know, I just see all these ads and all this division and all like, and, and we've lived through this in, the, in our country for a long time now. Uh, I mean, since the beginning of time, since the beginning of time, there's been division. But I think in the last couple of years, many of us feel like we've seen that even more so. So I just wanted to talk about this from the perspective of we need to ultimately look at how we're connected with each other and let love drive what we do. And it's so interesting. It For me, I was recently invited to do some work in Prince George's County and You know, I I am white. Um, Most of the staff in Prince George's County, actually, I shouldn't say that I don't actually know the demographic data, but I do know that, um, you know, in the terms of the staff that I've been working with in the schools that I've been working with, they've been predominantly people of color. And staff of color. And so I thought, gosh, are they, you know, this is sounds so ridiculous to admit, but it's just the truth. I thought like, are they going to accept me? Are they going to, you know, think that what I have to say is helpful or valuable? Because I'm going in to talk about building more empathy in schools and building relationships and being trauma informed. And like, you know, are they going to see me as someone who has any connection to their life experiences? Because my experiences may be so different. And, you know, then I get at times I'll work in West Virginia where the staff are predominantly white and um, but maybe come from more of a rural, rural background than I do. And I'm like, oh, my God, are they going to connect with me because they live in a more rural area than I do? And I'm you know, we have those differences. Right. So I think that insecurity pops up because I'm seeing a difference and I wouldn't call it a divide because there's no divide yet because I, you know, I'm, I'm just talking about like my initial thinking about working with different, very, very different groups of people. And you know what I have learned that has really sort of hit me in the face is that it does not matter the demographic of the staff or the students that I'm working with. Relationships matter. Empathy matters. Love drives us, if we let love and authentic, genuine relationships and caring about each other guide what we do, then we win, right? And like, I I have learned this from working in so many different places with so many different people now, so many different backgrounds, and so many different life experiences, that the more divided we are, the more divided we feel and we become, and that's how we experience life. But if we will essentially open ourselves up to where we have commonalities and the love and compassion and hope that we want for whatever it is that we're working towards. So in the workplace, in the home, in our schools, in our churches, in our communities, then then we can't go wrong. And so when I think about people being good, ultimately, I do believe that humankind And people of all different backgrounds and races and um, beliefs are good and that people for the most part, I mean, obviously, you know, we see examples of evil and, and I certainly don't deny that there's, I've seen examples of that, but I think that when we focus on empathy, we see reciprocity of empathy and, you know, empathy is that kind of emotion that brings us together. And if we can see each other's perspective instead of division, I think that, you know, that is really what we're called to do. And so my challenge to you, Superglower, is to really look at any black or white thinking that you're holding on to, laws, quote unquote, like, it must be this way. Because if that thinking is causing division in some way, That's probably drawing us further away from our spiritual experience on this earth. And uh, John 15, 13 says, greater love has no one than this to lay down one's life for one's friends. Ultimately, you know, Jesus is asking us to live in faith and share in that experience by building each other up. And Romans 14, 19 says, so then let us pursue what makes for peace and mutual upbuilding, upbuilding, like building each other up instead of thinking about the ways that we are different or division. And so with that, let's bow our heads and get ready for a morning prayer. Father God, thank you so much for showing us over and over again that people are good. And if we will simply focus on love and let love be the driver to all things that we do, all decisions, all interactions, all reactions, then we are living out what you've called us to live out. And we are living up to what we are called to live up to, which is to spread love and give love and share in love and receive love. And you came to remove ridiculous laws and instead show love. And you spread love everywhere that you went, and you continue to be the beacon of light and love. And let us look at you as an example as we make decisions about how to interact with others and how to connect with others. Lord, help us to see that we are not so different from one another. We may look different, we may have different life experiences and different backgrounds, but we have a lot of commonality and allow that to drive the work that we do every day, and the way that we interact with one another every day. I ask all this in Jesus' name. Hey, Super I want to tell you that next week we are going to have a really cool interview with a very young person, a college student, Megan Reese. I learned about her through a good friend of mine. I'm going to talk about her next week, and she's going to be on the show. We're doing an interview. And the reason why I wanted to bring her on the show is because I think that she has some really interesting insights for us as parents, things to think about, You know how to connect with our young adult children or those of us that are raising teens and tweens. So you won't want to miss that episode. We're also going to really talk about all of the vulnerable feelings that our young people are experiencing these days. And they're not really that different than what we're going through. It's our circumstances maybe that are different, but there's a lot of common ground between the generations. So we're going to do a... uh, Intergenerational episode next week, and I hope you'll join us. Hey Super Gloria, get out there and have a kick ass day. Bye.